Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch. Welcome Pacer fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables or Semi-Weekly Pacers Podcast. Today is January 20th, 2020, and this is episode 423. This show, we're going to discuss a 4-0 week for the Pacers, including games against Philadelphia, Minnesota, the Timberwolves, and Denver. Joining me this week are three of our four analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the nation's capital... Washington, D.C. It's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacer fans? What is up, Undebeatables? I'm looking forward to meeting this fourth analyst. I don't know who it is. I'm excited. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm... I was including myself in that, ah, but okay. uh, I, maybe, I, maybe I got a little ahead of myself. I, I thought the bylaws had been changed and you hired somebody <laughs> without my knowing. Consent, nope. right? No. I, I look forward to meeting the third analyst. <laughs> I haven't seen that dude in forever. <laughs> uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? Uh, happy MLK Day. Uh, this is a, an important day uh, for an important man, uh, one of the great modern philosophers, uh, writers, orators of our day. Um, who reminded us that it, uh, the fierce urgency of now. I think that's mm. useful to remember at all times. So, shout out, Martin Luther King. Shout out. Shout out, indeed. And this week, uh, they're the third or fourth analyst, uh, John Harper, not able to make it with us. Uh, but he'll be back with us. He'll be back with us soon. We assume. We assume. He, he did ask me if we were going to kick him off the pod. No. I told him no. No. Said, what are we? What are we doing? It's not. It's not like this is a tight ship. I think this. Is, I think that's a setup. I'm gonna. You know, he's gonna. We're gonna go to him and say, "Look, man, I don't think it's working out." He's gonna say, "You know what? You can't fire me. I quit." <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Pacer Nation. He will be back at some point soon. No, well, he'll be back. It's. Uh... He's like a bad penny. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you describe him after all these years. After all these years. <laughs> Before we get into the show, just want to remind you that you can support us anytime you shop at Amazon. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but if you do any shopping at Amazon, uh, after you click the link in the show notes or go to theunabeatables.com slash Amazon, it kicks a small percentage of your purchase back to us and it helps support what we do. You know what? Today is also, uh, speaking yeah. of... Uh, Things that the the website uh, the support goes to things like you know keeping our website going and, and, and the podcast and hosting all that sort of stuff. Uh, today is our anniversary. Oh yeah, what? that's right. Happy yeah. anniversary. Happy. Yeah. Uh, anniversary. What what year is this? Do we know? I think it's eight. Eight. Holy no, crap! It's, well, it was yeah the t- 2013. This is our, was this the our seventh season. 
Seventh full season or seventh full season? Yeah, because we did like a half season. Yeah, we started in January, so seven yeah, seasons. obviously, yeah. So eight. Yeah. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. I'm getting too old for this crap. Yeah. When do we age out of this? Oh man, when the uh, internet gets turned off. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was going to be when uh, I no longer had the face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> so happy anniversary. <laughs> Uh, we had four games of winning Pacers basketball this week. Mm-hmm. I think they were they were one to to have a good anniversary for us. So yeah. they they are on on a, on a quite a uh, tear right now. The first game Monday, January thirteenth, uh, played versus the Philadelphia 76ers. They win this one one hundred one ninety one. Malcolm Brogdon twenty one points, seven rebounds, nine assists. He's back in action. Uh, T J Warren fantastic twenty one points as well. Uh, two steals, uh, two blocks, and one of those blocks was... One of those was the game. Key. Blocking mm. a three-point attempt uh, in, in the final moments. Uh, so Pacers win this one against a team they, they desperately need to, to win games against to... Uh, Potentially take the season series from them. We're now yeah. 2-1. We play them one more time. Uh, and uh, went up a half game on them in the standings of this win. Yep. And Wednesday, January 15th... Uh, Pacers travel to Minnesota for the first of the home and home, and they beat the Trailblazers, or the what are they called? The uh, Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yeah, it starts with the Timberblazers. One hundred four ninety nine. Demonis Sabonis killing it. Twenty nine points, thirteen rebounds, six assists. They had very few answers for him. Uh, twenty five of his uh, twenty nine in the first half. Uh, not bad. And no Carl Anthony Towns, though. So that's why he just did his work. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon, again, 21 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Fantastic game from him. Um, you know, that game, they had Jeff Teague. And, uh, you know, I think he, he helped him out. Sure. Uh, Ready to give him a big standing ovation the next game he comes back. Absolutely. So Friday, playoffs. January 17th, the second part of the home-and-home home against the aforementioned Timberwolves. Pacers win this one, 116-114. TJ Warren, 28 points this time. <laughs> Five rebounds, two assists, steal, and a block. Jeremy Lamb, 18 points, six boards. Uh, and Brogdon, uh, clutch, game-winning shot. Well, he does, uh, a little floater in the lane. These little little weird floaters in the lane are, are panning out. And uh, uh, Justin Holliday, uh, nice little play to, to, to run out the clock. Oh, yeah. Throws the ball off to the guy's back on the inbounds. Yep. Love it. Um, and. Heady veteran move. Yep. And Jeff Teague uh, decided to go to Atlanta instead of uh, come back to Indiana. He didn't get his standing up. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. He got traded in between those games. So he's back where he started. Yeah. I'm sure he's not happy about that. <laughs> Maybe he is. Who I don't knows? know. <laughs> Shout out, Teague. <laughs> he had a cup of coffee with us. Uh, last game of the week Sunday night January 19th at Denver this is the second game uh, against them for the year and the Pacers win this one 115-107 fantastic win against a fantastic team Uh, Sabonis rocking a triple-double 22 points 15 rebounds 10 assists and Dougie McBuckets going off in the second half but he had 24 points total uh, 2 rebounds 2 assists uh, 6-7 from the 3 point line 18 points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Seems seems mm. good. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, 22 points, 8 assists. Uh, TJ Warren, 22 points. Uh, seen a lot of the same names across the board here. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, you know, Warren and Brogdon are getting 20-ish a night. Uh, Carrying us. And they're, they're doing great. Um, what a good week of basketball against, uh, you know, pretty okay competition. It's pretty okay to, to fantastic. Uh, Denver is the number two team in the West uh, record-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went into their house where they don't lose very often. They've got the uh, home court advantage with the uh, altitude. They're a mile high. Um, and I think they've, you know, only lost, what was it, 12 games this season before they played us. And, you know, about half of those were probably at, the, at, at home. So um, we had just lost to them in a very competitive game uh, in Indy. Uh, it was one of the more entertaining games of the season, but we, we came out uh, losers in that one. Um I thought this was equally entertaining. It was one of those games where it starts like terrible. We were, we were 0 of 9 to start this game uh, from the floor. They were blowing up everything we wanted to do offensively. They were taking away our hand, our dribble handoffs. Um, and uh, we figured it out. We started to find the, the, the weak side, um, the third man in that dribble handoff. There was somebody open. Um, and we started hitting shots. Um, credit to TJ Warren, who kept us in this early, I thought. Um, and then, uh, of course, Sabonis, who just beasted all game. Um, and then, of course, McBuckets with 18 in the fourth quarter. We scored 41 in the fourth quarter to win this game. Um, also had Brogdon hit a huge dunk um, down the stretch. Uh, mm, this was, yeah. for me, the game of the year. Uh, I, I think I've said this probably every other episode, but we keep getting more <laughs> and more. We do. We just keep getting more and more. Um, impressive wins. Um, beating this team on the road is no small feat, and um, especially in the in the situation we were in, we were always kind of down in that four to ten range the whole game until that fourth quarter. Um, just shout out to the guys. Shout out to the coaching staff too, who made some tough calls. Um, uh, Lamb was non-existent in this game. Uh, was an offer, and they just decided not to put him in the in the game in the fourth quarter, and they let. Uh, TJ McConnell play uh, mm-hmm. as the point guard, and I thought provided a real spark. So, uh, you know, you didn't mention uh, Miles Turner. He was in huge foul trouble in this game, but Jokic was a beast. He had 30 in this game uh, and did whatever he wanted. He's so big. Um, I, it was Quinn was talking about uh, trying to play against the Denver pace um, because they don't, their pace is. They're like one of the fastest teams in the league in the fast break. But then in half court, when they run it through Jokic, they're one of the slowest. And so trying to keep up with this sort of helter-skelter uh, pace is, is, is really difficult. And we figured it out, I thought. I really rebounded in the second half. So shout out. It sounds like they're playing uh, Nate McMillan basketball. You know, yeah, score they are a little bit. Score late. I mean, yeah, that's right. the plan, right? That's right. They shoot a lot more threes than we do, though. And they just missed all of them. Which mm-hmm. helps. Mm-hmm. Well, credit to the Pacers' defense in this. I mean, as you mentioned, got off to a horrible start. I think missed our first nine shots, scored 15 points in the first quarter there, um, but did not let Denver get away. You know, stay yeah. tight on the defensive end. To me, this was sort of the opposite of the uh, the previous Denver game where Pacers came out and played maybe some of the most beautiful offensive basketball that they played all season. But still only had like a five point lead or something like that over the the Nuggets. This time it was they played their worst offensive basketball. It a lot of credit to the Denver defense. 
but still we're only about five points down. And so that, that was a huge boon. And then slowly over the, the second half, Brogdon and, and Sabonis sort of figured out uh, that pick and roll and were able to unlock the defense. And huge credit to McBuckets, who just came in and was like, okay, nobody else is making shots. I'll make some shots. This is how we mm-hmm. uh, score, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, huge effort on a, you know, first time we've won in Denver since 2007, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is insane to think of <laughs> uh, there, there speaking of mcbuckets there was that uh, that last three-pointer he hit which uh, i think i either tied the game or put us up a couple it was just right down the stretch and uh sabonis has uh, the chance to either shoot or pass and he passes to um uh, mcdermott in the corner and i was like woo you know like we, we, it's, it's going in and my parents were freaking out, and I'm like, "No, no, no, it's fine. It, this, he's going to hit this. He's wide open in the corner, and he did. It's just you, there are very few guys in this league where you just go, if he's wide open in the corner, it's going in, and he's one of them, and we have him on our team. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, but really, this whole week, this the success this week um, is a direct result of the return of Malcolm Brogdon to the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was four games that came down to clutch uh, minutes within five points in the last five minutes and the Pacers out executed their opponent in each one of these games. Uh, and that is in huge, uh, uh, responsibility or in huge part to the play of, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. He seals the, uh, the Friday game against Minnesota with a game winner. He sealed yep. this Denver game with a, uh, nasty crossover and left-handed thunder hammer in the lane. Uh, I mean, this guy is just the president. He just gives you everything you need, you know, which is a sentence, you know, we probably haven't said in, you know, three years. <laughs> well played, sir. Thank you. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I, you know, uh, I also want to, uh, shout out, TJ Warren, and maybe I should just throw this to Joey because it's it's uh, Joey's new favorite pacer. I but. mean, he's he's been he's he's been for me so consistent. Yeah, he's been great all all season. Um, he, he's something I you know when he came here, I was you know I was like okay, I know this guy scores, and but he's just been so well rounded and you know just a great defender. Um, and like I say, he won, you know, not won by himself, but, you know, makes a clutch, you know, blocks a three-pointer. Mm-hmm. In, that, that that wins the game. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right. That, that game is not won or lost. That's on one that possession, play, but, but, but yeah. But, you know, keeps, uh, you know, keeps that potential game tying shot from going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's stuff like that. And he's scoring, you know, very consistently 20 some points a night, uh, you know, 15 to 25 points a night. Um, and we don't win this Denver game without him, like being the only guy that scored for the first half quarter, essentially. Right. Yeah, I feel like he's a guy you could just, you know, you can just go to when you need a bucket. Um, but he's a great passer as well. Um, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he just he never to me ever looks uh, rushed or or frustrated out there, um, except the one time <laughs> with. Uh, when he looked one, one very notable time, which he yeah, flustered. Uh, when he got kicked out of the game, but fighting Jimmy Butler, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, but everybody the re- wants to fight that dude, it's right, cool. 
Um, but besides that, he's just been fantastic all season. I've been, I've just been so happy to to see him play, and it, he just seems like a good teammate. He seems like uh, he's he's a value add on offense and defense. Like I don't know, it's a fantastic pickup. Shout out to Pritchard uh, for, for getting that done too. Because yeah, well, yeah, we traded what a draft pick and some cash for him. Second round draft pick and some cash. They got hosed. And yeah, bu- and then a box of Cheez-Its maybe as well. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> ooh, I do love Cheez-Its. Yeah, you can get no, more but at the, the store. That Philly game that uh, uh, Warren helped us win, uh, maybe prior to this Denver game, was the most impressive win of the season. Mm, uh, that's a okay. game in which uh, I mean they're without Embiid, of course, but they still have a ton of talent. And uh, in the first half of that game, and actually really through the third quarter i think the pacers were sort of trailing uh the 76ers and ben simmons was just having his way he was driving past whoever we put in front of him and dunking and getting wide open looks for his teammates luckily they weren't making a ton of them so that helped but uh the pacers uh go into the break make some halftime adjustments and really slow down uh simmons in that second half and uh down the stretch Philadelphia was trying to run everything through Josh Richardson, which is, you know, he he had it going for sure. But, yeah, I'll take my chances with um, Josh Richardson of all the weapons that are available on that. that He did. He kept hitting shots. It it made me nervous. No, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But um, But you're right. I mean, if that's I'd prefer that than Ben Simmons for sure. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would also like to say that. uh, just the the malleability of this roster, uh, the way that these guys that there's enough depth uh, to play different ways. So uh, a great example of this is the the Minnesota back to back, right? So we've got Big Cat doesn't play in the first game. Sabonis dominates. You know we just beat them by being big, and then uh, the next game, uh, Carl Anthony Towns comes back from his 11 game absence or whatever it is, 15 game absence. Uh, he's a little rusty, but. He gets our bigs in trouble. Both uh, Sabonis and Miles Turner have bad games. They're in foul trouble the whole game. And you know what happened? Our our perimeter guys just scored at will with these little floaters in the lane. I don't know which guy decided that this was going to be our thing. I don't see this <laughs> around the league the way that, that, that our team does it, right? So you got Brogdon, Warren, Lamb, and and, uh, and to some extent Aaron Holiday all doing Connell this little thing. It it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're it's almost a layup, but we're like, you know, there's a guy between me and I'm 10 feet away, but it's like a layup and it keeps going in and it's like, okay, we don't have bigs right now. Let's just do this. And we shot like 61% in the first half doing that. Um and kept ourselves in this game. It's had to sweat it out down the end, but uh I just love that there are so many options on this team uh offensively. Um whereas, you know, a lot of teams if you take away option 1 and option 2, teams just crumble and you can take our one and two away and we can still play basketball it's pretty cool yeah yeah and and have a bench that can you know i I think i'm starting to sound like a broken record here but that can come in and change the pace of games and and really make an impact right i mean in each of these games there were moments when uh you know that philly game tj mcconnell comes into the game and and you know against his former he was great in that game um, yeah really forced the action, like caused a lot of problems, makes other coaches, you know, pull their hair out, uh, forces defenses to switch and move and, and change their, 
uh, focus of attention to create open shots for his teammates or himself. And, you know, he's knocking them down so far this year. And, you know, hopefully he keeps that up. Uh, yeah, you're right. One through one through 12, this team is just super fun to watch. Yeah, Every night. I want to give a quick uh, quick shout out to to Goga Patadze. I think mm. he's, uh, you know, he's he doesn't get a ton of playing time, but you know, when when the bigs get in in foul trouble, which has been happening occasionally, um, he he does get you know he might get fifteen plus minutes out there depending on what's going on, and he's not been bad. You know, we we always talk about how you know the big guys take longer to develop, but not that he's he's you know fully developed and ready to he's go not a finished but, product but, but and i think defensively he'll still get lost here and there but i mean he's uh he moves he moves well for for anybody but any, for somebody that size um and he you know keeps up with the play and you know pretty good rebounder and he you know if he catches that if he catches a rebound near the rim he's just gonna dunk it and he does like that that's a normal thing to happen so mm-hmm. um and he's not afraid to shoot you know no. like if he gets the ball and has an open shot, he will take it. I mean, he's not super successful yet, but um, you got to like that confidence yeah. uh, in a young guy. Well, and um, yeah, I think your favorite bench player from the week, I watched that, that second Minnesota game with you, and um, uh, Dougie McBuckets, uh, very early in the game, gets a call that doesn't go his way, gets super fired up at the ref, <laughs> and then just went on... A rampage. <laughs> he, went, he went off. He was just. He was. He was rebounding with with. Uh, what did he have? Like, like eight rebounds yeah, that game. He, he went. Uh, I mean, whatever it takes, man. But he was. I mean, he was doing everything. You know, he's. And he was. He basically decided to take it to the rim every. Time. Oh yeah. He was just with just so much anger. It just. I didn't <laughs> see him like that. And and then you know maybe that carries over into this this Denver game where he's he plays so well like. Uh, maybe maybe we've sparked something in him. Maybe he just needs more uh, uh, calls to go against him or something. Right. Because <laughs> he, he was somebody fantastic. To slap him around before you, the, you in the pregame or something. About, you were like, what's going on with McDermott? And I was like, calling him McBoards after McBoards, a while. McBoards, that's right. Because <laughs> he was just ripping stuff down, man. He was he was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, that's great. What, what a, just a great week of Pacer basketball. Um, guys hustling. Um playing hard and just showing our depth because you know i mean you're right i I agree with you jason that brogdon was probably the difference we don't win these games without brogdon being on board but a bunch of other guys stepped up depending on their matchups and whatnot that's right i mean we 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 certainly don't win all uh four of these games but yeah um we're we've been competing all year long you know and so we're, we're we're still doing that um and this Eastern Conference is so tough. We got to keep doing that. I mean, we've won five straight games um, and are now still. What are we now? That's a full game ahead of Philadelphia. Um, so we're in the fifth seed now. Or no, sorry, we're yeah, we're a game ahead of Philadelphia in the win column or loss column. A game behind Boston in the loss column. Uh, a full game behind Toronto, and what is that? Two, a game and a half behind Miami, so <laughs> we're playing this amazing basketball, and we're you know we're climbing the standings, but not at any sort of uh, rocket speed by any means. And it sure. does not get any easier this week. The Pacers continue their five-game road trek. Actually, this evening after we get done recording, uh, the Pacers are going to play 
uh, at the Utah Jazz, who are also on fire. Uh, oh, 15 in the last 17. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're the hottest team in the uh, NBA, and we get to go to their house. On the second night of a back-to-back at altitude. Yay! At altitude. Uh, <laughs> Excellent point. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday at the Phoenix Suns. Friday at the Golden State Warriors. And Sunday at the Portland Trailblazers, who have newfound money in Trevor Ariza. So, oh, made know, a trade. I know Nico is excited um, <laughs> for the Trevor Ariza era in Portland. Hey, but uh, three and D and money. But they the the Blazers are now uh, Swanigan-less, so hmm. mm. I don't know how how bad that's going to hurt them. I know that uh, I know that makes Harper sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know the last time that we. The last season that we won a game in Denver, we also won a game in Portland, which was the Look last at- time we won a game in Portland. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Nico. Got some work to do. Uh, one thing, just real quick, that you know, we didn't even barely mention his name during all of this praise that we heaped on uh, the team is Justin Holiday. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, this he's, is just the guy that just uh, he's maybe the most consistent player all of this week, right? Just this comes, month he's he's leading the NBA in three point percentage for <laughs> for the month of January. Wow, um, he's like fifty, he's like fifty five percent or right around there for the oh, month. My goodness, um, yeah, he's been great too. Well, we did mention his his clever little play. Yeah, we're, we're, we're down. You know, we need to get uh, the, the game is still in doubt with one second left. Right. And he throws the ball off the back of the the uh, in, inbounds defender. Uh, very clever, heady veteran play. But yeah, just he's been out there in in uh, clutch situations. He gets the big board. He makes the right pass. Um, you know, he's on the floor when you need him to be. Um, uh, yeah, how is this guy going to lose minutes when Oladipo gets back? Like, I, I'm just more and more worried that like that like this guy is super important to what we're doing and our winning but he's too far down the depth chart um so you think that oladipo is gonna uh, destroy our team (laughs) (laughs) interesting theory yeah yeah no i I didn't say that but i I like where you're going with this it's just uh, no i you know we of course we're super excited that oladipo comes back um what would that be so i guess next week Um, so next time we do a pod, it'll be time for, um, you know, we'll be able to talk about his uh, return. It is happening very soon, mm-hmm. um, but it, there is going to be adjustment, and and I and I do worry guys like, uh, you know, Justin Holiday might see less minutes. So, um, we'll have to figure this out. This is on the coaching staff. That's why they pay, get paid a lot more money than we do. So yeah, so they they get to do that part, and then we get to harshly. Critique them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell them they're doing it wrong. No matter what they do, we get to do that part. <laughs> That's they do their job. I'll do mine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no shout out, shout out Justin Holiday yep. for sure. Very much so. So yeah, uh, we will be recording uh, before the uh, the Utah Portland game. game probably. Oh, no, we are recording before the Utah game. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But yeah, next week we'll probably be recording before the part of the game. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we won't get to talk to you about that. But we'll be back with you on Thursday for some further in-depth discussion. We're doing the un- the mid-season Undebeat Awards, is that right? Yeah, sure. we got a pre- 
predict what we're going to eventually decide. I don't know. Or no, no, we're not predicting anything. We're just giving no. yeah, our half-season half season, uh, returns. Yeah. Exactly. You just This is the midterms. Midterms, right. Uh, uh, you, you know, you can recover from here, but you got to work hard. <laughs> you know? We have, we have a full half-season of uh, information. <laughs> yeah. We do have a full half-season. That's right. Um, you want a large, You get the large order of the mini waffles, don't you? I do, and I I I, uh, I love ordering jumbo shrimp. Okay. Well, that statement means it is time for us to get out of here. Sorry. Uh, I'd like to thank you for listening and hanging out with us. Uh, you can find us on social media. Hit us up there anytime if you want to say hi or tell us that you love or like us. Uh, so at Undebeatables on Twitter, Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables, our website, TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there if you want to send us a message. Uh, if you want to hit us up, old school uh, email, shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. Wherever you're listening, if you can uh, subscribe or uh, rate us, it uh, helps new fans find us. Or you can share this episode with a Pacer fan in your life uh, with your podcasting app, however you're listening. And uh, we got shirts, uh, shirts of this medium variety. For our once and always coach, Bobby Sook Leonard, who I got to see interviewed uh, during the Denver game, and it was fantastic. Because I, I think I think Slick has gotten to the point where he's now just essentially a frat boy fan. Because <laughs> they were interviewing him, and they were like, "How do you feel? You know, the pace where they stand." And he's like, "Well, you know what? Uh, Milwaukee's pretty good, but uh, give me a." Uh, Boston or Philly, yeah, we 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 could beat them. That was my analysis. I love it. I love him so much. It's like I could have, it's just, like I could have filled him full of few beers and sat him down in a frat, and he would have told me the same thing. It's yeah. great. Yeah, um, he's our once and always coach. We love you, Slick. Turn out the lights. The party's over. I gotta get this room soundproofed. Well, I'm bothering people. No, it would it would uh, help uh, the the reflection of the sounds, uh, so it would be even more sonorous. Because <laughs> that's what you want. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know what you need to do is get it like on Siri. Mm-hmm. All your lights on Siri. So when I say turn out the lights, all the lights go off. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we could I think it just sing to you in the dark. Great. You could just do that. We don't need her for that. <laughs> Hmm. What are you doing later? <laughs> well, and then it's nice because you said the party's over, and then that's the cue for Siri to turn the lights back on. <laughs>